0: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the High Hopes Podcast. It's a bunch of baseball nerds
1: talking about the Phillies on radio.com and Sports Radio 94, WIP. Yeah! edition of the high hopes podcast it is our perfect offseason edition the edition that we look forward to the most and jack dave dombrowski scoop me he couldn't wait an hour an hour and a half to sign archie bradley so that i had my perfect offseason out there and i said sign archie bradley and then everyone's like oh wow they look they signed your guy thanks dave
0: well, I think what it does confirm is that you and Dave Nebraska are friends. Did you leak? <laughs> did you leak the uh, your perfect offseason to Dave this afternoon?
1: Yeah, I did, and Dave's just going point by point. So Listen, get
0: ready. I, and I'm sure he's upset with us that we did not record this earlier, so we can give him a nice little blueprint. I mean, I know because I mean, for the last what year and a year and a half, he's been on the 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 Nashville thing, so he hasn't really been paying attention to the sport. He was probably waiting <laughs> he's probably been waiting with bated breath for this podcast and honestly we were late to it you know it's we, our fault
1: to be well, fair we wanted to do it last week yeah. and then you know the world exploded and then you know the week before something else happened Doug Peterson got fired like yeah and we I don't get to break with this
0: and i don't want to say that um you know i don't want to i don't want to go too inside inside of our, our our podcast here but we knew – I mean, here's here's in our defense. This is where we'll go in our defense. If Doug Peterson did not get fired on, on Monday, then we would have had the perfect offseason for Dave to write down in his notes by then. So our, if so facto, Archie Bradley's an official high hopes uh, position of a signing.
1: Yeah, I I think so, too. I mean, this was done prior. Like we were recording. We were really recording last week. And then we were definitely 100 percent recording Monday night to the point where inside baseball, one of my favorite things that Jack does is he'll tweet out that the pod is coming out that night as a way to lock us in, like as a way to be like, all right, no messing around. Like, I don't care what you say. Like, this is happening tonight. It's a little move that I appreciate. I like it. It's good. But even then, on thir- on Monday, Jack tweeted out "perfect off season coming tonight," and then Doug Peterson got fired. Yeah. So it's not our fault. Blame the Eagles. Blame Jeffrey Lurie.
0: Yeah, this is one hundred percent Lurie's fault. Um, and yeah him him getting him firing Doug Peterson uh, put the put the brakes on an Archie Bradley signing. We had to wait till Thursday. But James, like we always said, good things happen on Thursdays. Always. And, and always.
1: Once- and, and, and and let's be real, like. How many times have we said on this podcast, Not I was going to say it again today, and now I don't need to, luckily, but how many times have we talked about getting Archie Bradley here? I yeah. mean, 15, 20 times at least his name has come up on this podcast we, as someone to go
0: get. We even went to the extent of saying, or, uh, the extent of we just recorded, we just got done recording, the Archie Bradley's never coming here podcast. <laughs> so same, same level as Bryce. And uh, yeah, Archie Bradley's here. I would say he's been, you're right, he's been one of our guys. We've been saying, hey, he's a dude, and guess what? Big old Dave brought him here because Dave recognizes talents. He, he, hey, hey, you know what he's doing? You know what he's doing, James? Is he's living up to what he said in his press conference about wanting power arms. He wants power arms, and he brought us a power arm today. I am, I am so fired up. I, I know it's a one, I know it's a one-year deal, and I get it. But, dude, if I told you I've loved Archie Bradley since he got drafted, would I be a lying man?
1: No. I, in fact, I would be shocked if you did not know Archie Bradley when he got drafted. Oh, I dude. He, he, was,
0: he was the classic big high school righty from Texas that was going to be the next Josh Beckett was a bit of a bust. Uh I think I definitely as a
1: starter. As yeah, a
0: starter. yeah I, I definitely owned him as a uh as in fantasy Me too. Me too. as a as a starter and a guy that I I've traded been, for and I've believed in. As a young
1: starter, I was very excited about my Archie Bradley shares. Also
0: also low key rakes. I mean the guy can hit. So if they
1: I'm sure I'll get a ton of it bad. Well
0: with the with the possible new DH rule you never Wait, know.
1: Yeah, it's a good point. It is a and good look. You know my my line. He's a human is, being.
0: He's a human being. He is a human being. Yes, we know your line.
1: Yeah. No. <laughs> You're right. That's a separate line about separate things. But first of all, this is a great deal no matter what. But even if it weren't, there's no such thing as a bad one year deal. Like you can never go wrong with a one year deal. Archie Bradley for one year six million is it's a steal like i i'm so excited about this move talking about an actual guy like we got a guy jack we got a dude in our bullpen he's only 28 too for yeah. some reason i feel like he's 35 by this point he's only 28 i'm so excited about that i it's it's sad that the, that that and, and we'll get into it it's sad that you know Mets fans get to be excited about trading for Francisco lindor and we get to be excited about signing Archie Bradley but damn it i'm excited about signing Archie Bradley jack. well and let me be the first to say this. Archie Bradley, Francisco
0: Lindor stopper. You know, it's you got you got to <laughs> you, got, you got to factor that stuff in in this in these in these kind of equations, but yeah, honestly like it's just ex- I'm just excited to have an actual an actual guy back there. He, he 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 had a weird I want to say 2019 where he kind of took a step back and kind of started off slow this year and there's a lot of talk I remember around um, around Arizona, that he was going to kind of get taken out of the, the closers role and, and whatnot. But I've just always been a believer in that arm. And when he, and here's why he's here. And I'll, I'll tell you exactly why he's here. He's here because of Caleb Gotham. Um, the, the, the Reds are, are shedding money. Um, they, they don't want to spend money this year. They're, they're like shopping like Moustakis and Eugenio Suarez. So he wasn't going back to the Reds, but the next best thing for Archie Bradley would be going to a guy who outfix him in Cincinnati, and that would be Caleb Cotham. And and that's just why I think he's here. I mean, in <laughs> dude, all right, are you ready, James? Are you ready for this? Are you ready? I was waiting. i okay. ready. Yeah. Uh in seven and two thirds innings with the Reds, he had a one point one seven ERA with a one forty three opponents batting average. Like like he he they've clearly unlocked something there. And and Caleb Cotham being here. Is 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 a massive reason as to why Archie Bradley's here, and that's that's the kind of stuff that gets me excited.
1: Yeah, um, I'm and again, like just to think of that. And for what it's worth, I just looked it up. Archie Bradley has never faced Francisco Lindor, uh, so that means he is absolutely going to own him. Darn. Like it, we don't need the stats to know. I'm I'm happy it was he's never faced him because we know right. we don't need stats to tell us we know that he's going to own Francisco Lindor. Um, but just have a got like an actual. Real high-level major league bullpen pitcher. I mean, what? A, what a ridiculous thought, Jack. He allowed. What a ridiculous thought. Like a real guy, a dude in your bullpen. Like what a thought. He what allowed a crazy thought.
0: He allowed one earned run, one earned run with the Reds last year. One earned run. It was on a home run too, so like doesn't even count. Home runs don't count. Yeah, it was
1: one, one bad pitch. One ba- one young one, ba- bad bad well,
0: one pitch. Young one pitch. Um, yeah. yeah it's... And
1: also, also like. As you said, like, had some struggles a little bit in 2019, but really, for the most part, has been a dominant reliever since 2016. Like, dominant. You yeah. Know?
0: And, like, and I, and I, James, I know this city does not like to harp on athletes' performances in 2017. Uh, that's not what this city is known for.
1: <laughs> <laughs> As we say goodbye
0: to Doug and, and, and possibly the quarterback. But, um,
1: Archie Bradley. He, he was dominant. Archie Bradley's
0: 2017 was a 173 ERA. Feed me. A 273 ERA plus?
1: Come to home. Archie. Archie! I love the name Archie too. I think, great baseball
0: name. I think I think we're honestly we're probably a little too excited about Archie Bradley.
1: But I mean Well, for it. It, the problem is we don't have anything else to be excited about. <laughs> Again, the Mets are trading for Francisco Lindor. My favorite player in the league, but yeah,
0: that's gotta hurt, buddy. I'm sorry.
1: I'm sorry. Get the junk, man. So, 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 what a likable guy too. It's more nameless. He's like the most likable dude in the sport. It's such a bummer, Mister. His nickname's Mister Smile. Right. That's his freaking nickname, man.
0: And he's and he's far and away the most talented shortstop that ever set foot in New York City.
1: He's. (laughs) They're gonna say in baseball. (laughs) Yeah, sure. Look, he's he's about. A thousand times the defender that Derek Jeter was
0: yeah yeah he wasn't a fraud he got more get
1: power house. than Derek Jeter facts even though he's like half his size I, you know I, I, And he's clearly better than Jeter right
0: it's not even a it's not even a debate it's really not um now are you rooting now is, is this gonna cause you to root against
1: uh Francisco Lindor yeah I mean- has to like right. he's a met man like it is what it is I hate them deep in my soul right. so yeah on some level it will but I can't hate Francisco Lindor I'm not gonna have that that you know good old fashioned sports hate I yeah. can't do that
0: yeah but he's he's one guy that you could it's it's gonna be impossible not to it's love gonna him. Be so
1: tough man. Uh, at least at least he won't
0: be here for the next 13 years or 12 years
1: oh and, god yeah like, oh dude gonna-
0: at least we don't have to deal with dude you know what sucks is that we got to deal with him. Alonzo, I might be a little bit of a fraud, but we got to deal with Alonzo, uh, Lindor, Freeman, Okuna, Soto, Trey Turner. Like, it's just dudes all over the place. And it's just, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to think about it. But at least we have Archie Bradley here to shut them down late innings to pair with Jose Alvarado.
1: (laughs) All right. So let's get there. And we'll get to our perfect offseason if you even know. You know, we already have kind of done it a little bit because Archie Bradley was on my perfect off season.
0: And I and I did not forget that Archie Bradley existed and, no. and did no, he, not, did, and I totally he, had him on my perfect off season. Under, too. Yeah,
1: we'll go with that. He was on yeah. here. we'll go with that. Yes. Did you know his name's actually Archie too? He's
0: it's not, like it's not, straight up
1: Archie. It's not Archibald name. or any of that stuff. Archie.
0: Yeah, Archie's a strong name.
1: I like that. Yeah, I think it's bad. I mean, if
0: he was an Archibald,
1: I would Yeah.
0: A little concerned. No, he was uh, he was Archibald. Uh, <laughs> he was Archibald as a starter and as a as a relief pitcher. Uh, He's Archie.
1: There you go. Look at you. Yeah. Are you too young for Archie? I know they have the Riverdale thing now, but you don't remember like the Archie comics, right? Like uh, Jughead and literally, Betty
0: and literally never heard of it in my life. So okay. I yes, I would funny. say I'm too young for it.
1: Okay. Whenever I hear the name Archie, that's what I think about, and I guarantee you at least some of our listeners. Feel the same way. All right, before we get to our our perfect offseason, let's. You mentioned it, uh, Alvarado. I want to talk about some of the moves or the couple moves the Phillies made prior to Bradley, and then some some rumors, and then we'll get into the perfect offseason. But what did you think about the trade? Look, that was um. It's been a while since we spoke, and that was kind of the it, not kind of it was the first official move of the Dave Dombrowski era, um, trading away essentially a three team deal, but trading Garrett Clevenger essentially for Alvarado. Uh, where do you come down on him? Where do you come down the move and and your feeling on it all?
0: Um, so it's it's really for me. It was a it was an all upside, no real downside trade. I mean, Clevenger I think could be good. Um, you you kind of hope he's as good as Jose Alvarado. Um, and also, Jose Alvarado is a year younger than him, which is nuts because I feel like he's he's wow. Around.
1: That is surprising. Yeah, yeah been, it
0: he's, is. He's been around for a couple of years, but my 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 concern obviously is the health. I mean. I don't know how healthy he is, shoulder-wise. You know, it seems like it might be heading towards a blow-up, but, um, but like it, you get ninety-nine turbo sinker to, to to give the Caleb Gotham to work with, it's it's a it's a no-brainer deal. It's a no-brainer deal, and everyone's freaking out about like the Rays giving up on him and that you don't never make a trade with the Rays. Well, ultimately, the Rays. Uh, they, they they they're not gonna they don't want to pay the guy and there's such a factory down there anyway. They don't
1: need him. Right. They don't need him. Right. I mean, they just pump those guys out. That's the cra- I a, a little tease for the perfect offseason. I was trying to go through and look at like trades for relievers because spoiler alert, relievers will as Archie Bradley was one of them will have her, will be a big part of my off season, is, You know, kind of need to be. Um, but like I was looking for trades and I I looked at that raised bullpen and it's like. I want to trade for everyone in it. Yeah, I like Fairbanks and Anderson. And it's just like guy after guy after guy they're, they're all studs, right? Exactly. And they they didn't, They're so
0: loaded that they don't even need uh, Jose Alvarado. That's
1: the point. They don't need him. They really don't. Like, yeah. cause, like they. It's wild, man.
0: Yeah. It, so, so for me, it's it's just a total win-win. Um, if he's great, great. If he's not, like, you're paying him a million dollars and you you trade away a guy that. Is is older than him, and not even, and barely even snipped the majors at this point. But a, on the upside side, like you're getting a 99 turbo sinker with a pretty good slide piece, all that stuff. I mean, his stuff is legitimately wiped out. I mean, he, he's striking out, he averages a 10 a 10.9 strikeouts per nine. Like that's that's elite stuff in the back of the bullpen. And you're just, they're just, they're just slowly making this thing better, and they're finally going after power arms. I mean, how long? Are we sitting here as like the Phillies are just bringing in like Nick Vinson, who I know is like whatever, out of pretty the year, but there was, like 89 miles an hour? It's like, can we just stop messing around with this bull and get some guys who throw Chet in here? Like, can we just get well, guys I, that throw Chet? Literally,
1: just, just Google Jose Alvarado pitching ninja oh, and awesome. see. Some, I mean, it's just like there's some pitches in there where you're like, uh, he has one pitch, and it's the one where the – I can't even describe it. It's the one where it kind of just falls off the table against the lefty inside, and, and the sicker just disappears and kind of almost hits him in the back leg, and it starts out right over the plate, and the guy's swinging over the plate, where it's like – I honestly – I've never seen a pitch move like that no. in my life. Like, it's – it's, it's, it's it, please, if you do not know what Jose Alvarado is, Jose Alvarado pitching ninja. That's all you need to put in, and you'll be like, okay, like we got – Something there is something here. Yeah. You know how they work it out. What Cotton does with all that, like the shoulder issue. But like this is something,
0: right? So yeah, again, it was a it was a, a high upside, low risk move, and it was a, a good start to the Dave Dombrowski era.
1: Yeah, I, I agree with you. I thought it was a nice little move. His next move, yeah. less less in on,
0: not bunged, um, not mean,
1: Like okay, so. We'll stick to the baseball stuff. Well, we, uh, as a human being, yeah. this guy seems like a total date, Like, right. like just the worst guy. But just, we'll stick to the baseball stuff. Just That's a not, separate issue. Not
0: a fan not, of, not a fan of the dude. But
1: yeah, not a fan of Kunrad. Right. I can't even remember his first name. Same. Um, <laughs> really good. I, I really good. And I, I wrote right. down Kunrad. I was like, oh, um, all right. Uh, trading Car- uh, Ragsdale for Carson him. Ragsdale. Who, uh, if I'm not mistaken, you once called the next Dylan Batantis. I'm guessing you're not a huge fan. <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: no. <laughs> Carson, in my, in my, in my mind, Carson Ragsdale is the best Carson in the city.
1: Um, <laughs> oh, buddy.
0: And yeah, I'm. You pr-
1: know what? though? he might be. <laughs> I'm
0: pretty. I'm pretty upset about it. Uh, because I think I think Carson Ragsdale is going to be really, really good, and like he was a perfect guy. To give to the to the player development guys, I bet they could have got him up to 100 100 miles an hour on this fastball. And you know, it's very hard for me to to separate what I saw against the Florida Gators last year, where he struck out 10 10 Gators in four innings. Um, and the Gators at that point were undefeated and the best team in the country. So for him from a little like little South Florida to go in and do that against against um, the Florida Gators w- was impressive to me. Um And I just think it. I don't really see the upside to it. I, I think I think Coonrod has some stuff. I think he could be decent. He throws hard, which is nice. He throws
1: hard. Yeah. Like. He throws very, very hard.
0: Right. And I, and believe me, me and you both love power arms. But... <laughs> yeah.
1: Like, I'm not going to get mad about power arms. Just but he, not. But why did you have to trade him? Like,
0: why, I know. You could have traded, like, Gunnar Mayer or whatever.
1: sucked last year. Like, you would think yeah. that, like, you would have thought you could have gotten this guy for less. Yeah. Like, you like, this is the kind of guy who gets traded for for a player to named later, who ends up being nothing. You know what I mean? It's not like right, you gave up like a dude. Yeah. Like it's your fourth round pick. Like yeah. it just it feels like they gave up way more than they needed to for this specific guy.
0: Yeah, and trading with Farhan scares me. Um I know I just yeah. got off talking about the Rays and and how they, you know, trade with them. You shouldn't be that afraid because of the Alvarado trade, but
1: it's different in this sense. Um, and, and, and just to clarify you should be afraid of trading with the Rays this was just a specific situation where the Rays had way too many bullpen guys and had a surplus right. and thus it was trading with the Rays because they're smart and they're saying all right we have a surplus let's use this and get someone for down the road when we need another guy or whatever but regardless they had a surplus you, it's not like you're like psyched to trade with the Rays no
0: definitely not um so yeah Carson Ragsdale, I just. I just think it, it, he's the kind of arm that I want to keep around and develop and I think he's going to develop into a, a good the the Giants are going to try to train him as a starter. Um I don't I don't know if he's a starter. I think he more could be an elite bullpen weapon, but um yeah, it, I it, I don't really see the upside to it. The upside is, is probably that the power arm you can figure it out and um maybe throw a slider a little bit more. His, his problem is like his, his problem is is that he throws 96, right, 96, 97 can get it up to 98, 99. But then his change-up's like 89, 89 miles an hour. So even if they're a little bit out in front, like you saw it on the um, – it was the Trent Grisham home run to end the Phillies season from the Padres. Like he threw an 89-mile-an-hour hour changeup and the guy was able, to keep, or he was able to keep his barrel on it um, and get through and not be too fooled by it. If he can get that down to like 86, you I mean you have a real 10-mile-an-hour difference, which is what you want on your change-up. So um, I don't know. I, he has stuff. I get it. You want to buy into the stuff. I just don't like the idea of trading Carson though.
1: Yeah, that's where I come down to. Like, again, I think it was one of the hardest throwers in baseball, if I'm not mistaken, last year. Like, like Coonrod, clearly, there is something there, and it's the kind of thing where he, I, I do believe that that guy, what he has put with the right pitching coach and in the right situation can be a, a quality Major League reliever. But it just feels like you could have gotten a, a better guy for Carson Ragsdale, is the point. You know, the yes. asset that Ragsdale is, you could have gotten a better guy and certainly – a better guy in both fronts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, better guy off the field and on the field. That's right. right so you could have done better. I mean i Kunrad had like a 90 yeah. r last year. Like he was horrible last year. It should you know? not so, it should not have
0: cost an asset. It just Yeah it should not it's have cost the kind an of
1: asset. guy you think gets waived and you send off the like it just it shouldn't have cost an asset. Yes. I think that's a perfect way to put it. All right. Um, quickly before we get to the perfect dog season the last no other like Phillies moves, so to speak, but they've been connected to some people Free agent wise, Animal Sanchez has been huh. mentioned. I think we could both say like, Super. you know, we don't, we don't, we don't curse on this podcast, but bleep that <laughs> it is my general, um, you know. Feeling on that? like Dude, he pitched for he pitched hard for, he pitched, pass.
0: He pitched 20. for Dombrowski in like like 2010.
1: Yes, 20. He's back with those like Verlander and, and Scherzer. It was like, oh, and Anibal. He's the, not the other guy. I, was I like, know.
0: Oh. He used to be He used to be nasty. Dude,
1: he threw a no-hitter. No- I mean, he was a great pitcher yeah. for a while.
0: I always felt like yeah. Ryan Howard owned him when he was on the Marlins. Uh, I
1: always felt like if it weren't for injuries, Anibal Sanchez would have been like a, a multiple-time All-Star. Like, he, was, he was a really good player who had some injuries and it kind of didn't work out. But he's 37.
0: Right. Like, I mean, dude, what are we doing here? And I'm pretty, pretty sure. He, I don't know if he can even hit 90 anymore. But it I is.
1: sure can. It,
0: it is funny. It is funny because I think the last, like, my last memory of, well, last real memory outside of him, like, throwing a shutout against the Phillies last year, which was infuriating. But uh remember, he had, like, a no-hitter until, like, the seventh in, like, the NLCS. In yeah. 2019, like just so,
1: and he did he did throw a no hitter with the Marlins. the day. he's come close a few times. He's one of those guys who's like, you know, decent, average, bad, depending on the year, but always seems to have days where he has no hit stuff. Yeah,
0: like Moyer, like late, like, like late career Moyer.
1: Well, like like Arietta is a is a kind of example, like where I, yeah, not yeah. at the very end, but like I don't remember know. that Pittsburgh start we've talked about it so many times. That Pittsburgh start in his first year, it was like. Oh, like he could throw a no-hitter today. Like his stuff is that nasty, and then you never see it again. No, but it seemed like Sanchez had that kind of thing.
0: I did not see much no-hit stuff from Jakey. When no,
1: not the like, just that first year. And I was talking about more like in Chicago and prior, yeah, like yeah. before he got really good. You could still see the flashes and all that.
0: My favorite, my favorite era of not whatever, not my favorite era of Phillies baseball, but I love the random. The random start where where Moyer would flirt with a no hitter for like six innings and he'd be throwing like 82 miles an hour. It was awesome. I miss I miss awesome. those days. But Me yes, Annabelle Sanchez like sure he'll take down a thousand innings and he won't get hurt. But it's uh... just
1: like what the f- Disappointed. excuse there me you got your editing there what is, is. What is the point? i can't help the curses i can't fly back what is the point of it like it's just it's such a waste like all right so like and we're going to a perfect offseason where we kind of lay this out more is, but like is
0: Annabelle sanchez in your perfect offseason
1: no, no and that's the point i think we feel very good about nola wheeler Eflin, howard like those guys are in my rotation yeah. for 2021 right and obviously velasquez is back and all, whatever you want to do but like like I think we both, and I'm sure we were both in our perfect offseason, add a first starter, like add a guy who we think is that perfect guy to kind of fit in there and be a three or four, however we decide to shake it out. Yeah, Inbo Sanchez is not that guy. <laughs> Sanchez is not that guy.
0: Yeah, no, he's not that guy. He's he's not definitively, guy. Defi- He reminds me. It, it reminds me a lot of like when they they signed Aaron Harang. <laughs> Remember that.
1: Sure, of course I do. Awful, yes.
0: just an awful period of Phillies baseball.
1: Just horrible. I just yeah, no, uh,
0: definitively no interest in it in, in Here <laughs> like, All right,
1: but like, give me a one last. Give me a guy with upside. Like, and that's what we yeah, always say. Like, a guy exactly, yeah. right, exactly. Thank at least you. where there's a, a a a timeline that I can see where that guy overages. Yes, because there's no timeline where hedges over overages. All right, the other two names that have been connected one through free agency and one through trade, and then we'll. Dive into our perfect offseason. Um Andrew Benatende over the last week, really the last couple days. There's been some interesting connections to the Phillies. Obviously, Dabrowski was in Boston with him. Um, and then Marcus Semyon as a free agent has been connected to the Phillies. What are your thoughts on both of those guys and both of those potential moves?
0: Uh, wait, hold on, what's the second move?
1: Uh, Marcus Semyon.
0: Oh, right, right, right. sorry. Um, well, you you I mean, you're you're missing the latest news there, buddy, if we're talking about free agent shortstops. I mean, they're linked
1: to Freddie. Wow. Well, I, I, so I saw the <laughs> Scott Lauber piece. I love Scott. He does a great job. Uh, I purposefully refuse to mention Freddie on that. Freddie. This Come on, man. He's a gold hey, glover. Yeah, let's bring, what else is in the beast? Cole Hamels and Jay Happ? Let's Freddie. go. Sounds awesome.
0: Freddie. All he does is win, even though he's, he never even came close to winning here. Uh, and Pete McCannon batting him in the two hole. Awful. Freddie Galvis. get out of here. But he actually wouldn't be the worst stopgap shortstop. Anyway, um, so Benintendi, here's my thing on Benintendi. I have long, like, when he got drafted, I loved Benintendi. Like, he was my guy. And if you remember, James, um, you brought me on before we did this podcast. I think it's when I started at WIP after the Hazley draft. And I said my comp for Adam Hazley was Andrew Benintendi.
1: Yes, yes, I actually, I remember this. Right, yes.
0: that's, how this, that's how this whole chemistry thing started between you and I. Um, and I just, I know he's overrated. And let me just fully say this, that I know he's overrated. I know he's not as good as a lot of people think he is or, a lot, or as good as his pedigree is. But I love Andrew Benintendi. I have always loved Andrew Benintendi. I will always believe in that bat. I will always think that he is a like a three hundred hitter with twenty plus homers. Like that's what I think Andrew Benintendi is, and he's only twenty six years old. I would the rumored deal. I would one thousand percent do it, Like I listen, Moniac's my guy. I like Mickey Moniac a lot. But you hope he's Andrew Benintendi, yeah, and you're right. and and I I just love the player. I love the bats. The AAA arm is not worrying me at all. Um, it's a little concerning that he'd only. Yeah,
1: be— Yeah, we we had Reese Hoskins playing left field. We're cool, right? He,
0: it's a little concerning. He, he'd only be traded for for that much. Um
1: I was actually shocked. Those rumors like Moniac and a triple A arm is like, what?
0: Yeah. And like, I, I had that's heard That's
1: nothing that is that is giving him away. Especially with Chaim at the helm. It feels
0: yeah, you know. Maybe he doesn't know what it is.
1: I'm like, what's going on? Is Andrew Benintendi like secretly a, a piece of crap? Like what what is going on here? I don't know.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's definitely weird, and it seems like since they leaked that out, the the, the, the interest has kind of gone up on him a little bit, so I'd be surprised if they can get him for that kind of deal anyway. But um, listen, I, I, I love the player. I love the bats. I think the bat can come back. I know he had a bad year last year, and he, he hasn't totally lived up to that hype, but I, I'm willing to take a chance on on Attendee bouncing back here, especially with the short porch and right field. Um, And, and ultimately, like, I don't think Kutch can play left field every day and I think we need to start getting that in our heads. Like Kutch is not an everyday left fielder anymore. Um he's coming off the ACL, didn't fully recover. You hope he can get back out there, but I'm not banking I'm, get, I'm banking on him getting back out there. So if you can have if you can have Kutch be the DH on some days, some days play left, Ben Intendi plays center when he's not playing left. I know he's a bad center fielder. I get it. But he is pretty good in left field. So I will I will, I will have that and then next year, you know, left field can kind of be Ben Tendys. I think it's a a pure upside move and ultimately I kinda this is one of those ones where you gotta kinda trust Dombrowski that he knows the player. Yeah, he knows the guy. Right. Yep. Right. So and he was his first draft pick, I'm pretty sure. Because it was, yep, was in Boston. He was drafted in sixteen? No, he was drafted. He was drafted in fifteen, so he was not there. Um actually no, it would have been his first draft because he Yeah, was, I he think was, it
1: would have been his first draft, right?
0: I think so. Either way, knows the player better than we know him. Um uh, knows when he won a World Series with him in Boston. His catch against the Astros is still one of the coolest baseball moments of the last ten years. And uh, I, I just love the player, and I would 100% do that deal, would bring me Andrew Benintendi.
1: Yeah, I, and and not even that, like, I love you mentioned it, but I love the compensation. I mean, getting a Major League Baseball player, an average, and Benintendi has the chance to be more, like, getting an average Major League Baseball player for Moniak and AAA arm is is a win. I mean, I like Moniac too, but let's be real. Yeah. I mean, the odds are he's not going to be a... a average to good major league baseball player like odds are you know we hope but odds are and Benatende is that and he's a guy who's won a world series he's a guy who I think moving to the national league I think that's a benefit for him I I just I don't know I I, I'm with you I think I'm not a huge Andrew Benatende fan like you said he's one of those guys who's always kind of just been slightly overrated and at first he was way overrated you know when he came up people thought he was like a star and he's clearly not that but He's always just kind of at a, a slight overation to him, and I feel like that's kind of almost gone so far the other way, where people are like, "Oh, he's overrated. He's overrated. He's overrated. He's not the guy that people thought he was to be." That he's actually kind of underrated now. Like, he's a solid baseball player. So overrated,
0: know? so overrated that he's now underrated. Yes! Wow. Uh, yes! And honestly, uh- honestly, I think I, I think what people are listening to right now, and let me tell you, if you let me. Uh, tell me if you agree with me what people are listening to right now is two people that have bought into him in fantasy in those
1: <laughs> in those <laughs> breakout did, years
0: that, that were supposed exactly. to happen oh
1: this guy's gonna be amazing yeah, yeah. yeah. was not yeah thank you right thank you right
0: that was yeah. That, yeah, i bought into well, the well, ben tenny hype a couple times yes
1: well, he was supposed to be that but I he's don't. a good baseball player he's a good baseball player a nice lefty bat like i i like the idea of it and and Forgetting the, that, spe- like, if you're just giving up Moniak and, and said triple-A arm, which we know the Phillies, there aren't any triple-A arms who feel like that worried about giving up. No. I feel I feel really good about that. Like, if, if Dombrowski can pull this off, that would be a real, and again, to your point, like, oh, oh, the maybe the most key point of all, nobody knows him better in terms of people who will be trading for him than Dave Dombrowski. Like, that guy knows him. Yeah. So I, I, I do think there's real value to that. It makes a lot of sense. All right. Uh, is it time? If oh, Biel's... Lindor trade. Any, any oh. quick thoughts on the Lindor trade outside of it being devastating? we talked about the. Lindor trade
0: so We're good. All right, we're
1: yeah. good. I just had it on my list. Uh, well,
0: well, 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 before the Simeon thing. Uh, oh, if, Simeon. Yes, yeah. thank you. Simeon. If if Simeon takes a one-year deal, sure. I don't like the idea of multi-years for Marcus Simeon. Um, I think he's a good player not a great player. And ultimately, like, here's my whole philosophy is one-year deal, great. I'll take him. Anything more than that, I don't want to miss out on next year's shortstop class. And I don't want to m- miss out on next year's shortstop class with Bryson Stott ready to come up and probably be the shortstop if he's not moved. So like, I, 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 I don't want to, I don't want to, I just want to stop there. And that's why Freddie makes a lot of sense. That's why Andrew Alton Simmons makes a lot of sense. If Simeon wants to take a one year deal, I'm in. But my priority is simply a stopgap shortstop.
1: Yeah. And Simeon's not taking a one year deal, most likely. Most so, likely Um, But I'm with you. I I think Simeon's one of those guys who's a very good player, but not quite as good as the market thinks he will be kind of thing. Um, He's a nice player, like a really nice player. And I think he's been in a good spot out in Oakland. They've gotten the most out of him. I've just never been blown away by Marcus Simeon. Like, I like him. He's a nice player, but I'm kind of with you there. I I think he's going to get more money than – and look, who knows? This offseason is weird. A lot of these deals have – at least we haven't really we haven't seen any of the the big time guys sign yet so we don't really know what that market is um we all thought coming into the off season that it was going to be a depressed market it certainly feels like from what people are talking about it's going to be a, a slightly depressed market and it could be more than that um so you know with that in mind it makes it a little harder to kind of judge those signings and and the value and stuff and see kind of what's you know what a guy's what a guy like i think Marcus Semien will probably get less than what he expected to, but it's still going to be more than what I would want to give, if you know what I
0: mean. Yes, yes. I am in total agreement with you, and I think it's time.
1: It's time. All right, let's do it. perfect, perfect offseason. we waiting a long time. To, like, we've talked about this pod for over a month now, and very excited. I mean, Jack, to the point where he tweeted out the picture of his computer with the My Perfect Offseason. Yeah. Like I love it. All right, so just go. Well, you I did. Know, so, so for those who've never listened to us do a perfect offseason, season Jack is way more creative, way more inventive with his off-season trades. this, that mine is much more down the middle.
0: Classic James, not having not having a strong take <laughs> yeah. either way. I got you. <laughs> I, got, I got you, man. I. I... I'm
1: archie bradley on his list yep. all right big dog so i'm I. one for one so far all you, right you,
0: you can't you can't prove that i did not have archie bradley no, on my uh care. on my perfect offseason now i will say and this is me and you uh, we never lie high hopes listeners never. we both never. kind of toned down our perfect offseason given the circumstances <laughs> with our baseball yeah, team we
1: wanted it to be a perfect realistic yeah off it's season. like
0: th- this is our yeah. perfect 2020 off season, right? I mean, like, of
1: course, like sign J T. and sign George Springer and sign Trevor Bauer. Like, yeah, that's a perfect off season. But you know, come on, like we know it's not going to happen. We're trying to be real here.
0: Right? Exactly. So, so from that standpoint, from that standpoint, here is my perfect off season. And uh, Dave, write this down. Um, yeah. the, the first. Right. Hold on,
1: hold on, hold on, right, hold on, right, Dave. 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 You got a pet? I know you're not a computer guy. You're, you know, you're an IT guy. You're... Get your your pen ready. You got a piece of paper. I just want to make sure he's ready. You ready? We're good? Okay. Jack, the floor is yours. All
0: right. My first move, James. Tell me if you like it. Tell me if you don't like it. I'm signing JT to a a five-year, $110 million deal.
1: Yep. And uh, guess what? Same first move. It's, it's the only move. Like, yeah. it's, the, it's the move of the offseason. We talked about it all last season. Literally, it was a thing the entire season. It's been a thing since. Sign JT, okay? Just sign the guy.
0: Yes, that is the official position. And sign JT and then build around him rather than sign a bunch of stopgaps in hopes for next year being better. That's the, uh, at least that's my official position. My next move. Is I'm signing Andrew Alton Simmons to a one year, one oh. year, ten million dollar deal.
1: Oh man, Didi Gregorius just crying again. Sad. I think he said I, I thought I thought Jack loved me. And he spoke so lovingly of me this year, my one year billy, but I guess not.
0: And Didi, if you're listening, love you. I hope you get multi years elsewhere. I'm only interested in one year. And Didi, I will say this: if you want to sign a one year deal. Come on back.
1: Maybe he'll be signing a one-year deal. My perfect offseason. Oh, ah, okay. Good, good,
0: <laughs> good tease there. Here's my first. Here's my first eye-opener. Okay. I am trading Adam Hazley to the Pirates for Chad Cool.
1: Wow! I, when you said Pirates, I was expecting another name, and I love Chad Cool. I'm no, not ripping the name, but I was expecting a name that you brought up on this podcast. I, know. I don't know, like. Eight thousand times
0: over the last couple months. I know, I know, and I I was trying to concoct in my head the Joe Musgrove trade, and, done. And I, I just didn't know how to work it because I love Francisco Morales. I don't want to give him up. Um, I don't want to trade Bryson Stott for him. Um, so I took the next best thing and got Chad Sliders cool, um, just nasty stuff. Also went to Delaware, and I just think it's funny. And this is this is just ha- this is just me. Whatever, but like Chad Cole pitched at Delaware, and the amount of times I've pitched at Delaware, and the amount of times that I've had Delaware when I was, you know, being recruited, like they have qu- like, semi interested in me. Not obviously not enough to offer me, but just in thinking that Chad Cole and I could have been on the same team. I don't know. There's something that's special, to- <laughs> special about that for me. So I want to bring Chad Coo- <laughs> Chad Cole here because I just I just think he is freaking nasty, man, and. I would love to get him out of Pittsburgh. I would love to get him with Caleb Cotham because I think you could get a legitimate stud there. And guess what? If he's not a starter, I think you'd be a stud in the bullpen. And Adam Hazley, fine, it's whatever. But it makes up for this next move because I'm trading Moniac and David Parkinson for Andrew Benintendi. Bring him here, and because ultimately, I hope Hazley and Moniac turn into Benintendi. So why not get the guy here, right?
1: Yeah, I'm in. I, I said I was in on the movement.
0: All right, so we'll keep going. Here's my other eye opener, and this is this is strictly for the baseball nerds. And I'm not even sure you know him. Um,
1: Ooh, I love a good. I'm not even sure you
0: know. <laughs> I'm trading Adonis Medina and Jalen Ortiz for Taylor Widener, who is on the Arizona Diamondbacks. Are you, are you aware of the work of Taylor uh, Widener?
1: I am
0: not nah. okay
1: deep cut you real quick though Medina and Ortiz's value that low well
0: it's not that low I think that's what it would have to take to get him he was a top five prospect for the Diamondbacks uh before they brought him up last year um and honestly just looking at his stuff if I was the if I was the Diamondbacks I wouldn't trade him um the reason why I love Widener is it's 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 97 it's a 97 mile an hour fastball with legitimate rise to it like, like it it, it It has some giddy up, and I just think he's nasty. And I think he's he's like a year. I think he's a year away from being in the conversation amongst the best relievers in the sport. Um, They they were starting him a they were starting him a good amount last year. I think he eventually becomes a bullpen guy. But if you go look, if you type in like Twitter, like Taylor Widener like video or whatever, the the fastball it looks like it rises like two inches on a 97 mile an hour fastball. Hard to square up. Absolutely love him, and yes, it'd be a, a heavy prospect price to get him. But I think you're looking at a multi-inning weapon for the Phillies. For I mean, he's not—he's—he's. He's, he's I think three or four more years until he hits free agency. So it'll cost a good amount to get him, and um, just love him. Just love him. He'll be huge. Wait, See, this is me doing? trying to, that.
1: That volume was me trying to watch Tanner yes. Widener clips, yeah. and I was trying to fast forward and I hit the thing and unmuted.
0: It. Well, what 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 do you think? I mean, are pretty you...
1: nasty, pretty nasty so far. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's stupid, right? Yeah,
1: it's pretty good.
0: Yeah, so I think I think it would cost a good amount of prospects to get them, prime away for for that value. So. Uh, okay that's my I like it. That, that's
1: my that's I my hope, I think you might be able to get him cheaper but Brett, I don't all know all right again I don't know
0: that's my uh that's my deep cut trade for the for the the, the disease ones out there
1: um
0: I'm signing I'm signing Brett Gardner to a one-year three million dollar deal
1: oh you're getting Girardi his boy
0: oh I'm bringing I'm bringing Brett here be a fan oh
1: Brett and Girardi let's go
0: uh and then had this one locked in from day one Archie Bradley one year six million um <laughs> <laughs> Glad to see glad to see that one work out. Um, I'm signing I'm signing Corey Kluber to a one no, actually wow. I lied. Corey Kluber or James Paxton to a one year ten million dollar deal. Yeah,
1: you think well, I think Kluber that's possible. I think Paxton gets more than that. Really? I I yeah, his, I think so. I think there's still enough people who are in on James Paxton. His MLB we're, tr- here, we're a year removed from him being a, a legit guy. You know, did Zoe in the background just look up
0: Taylor Widener videos? Is that what? (laughs) Is that what I heard?
1: She didn't need to. Yeah, she's she's been watching Widener videos for a while. I
0: know. I know that's right. Um, so (laughs) so I I, and uh, so Kluber, just from what I've heard, looks really. Apparently,
1: looks awesome. Yeah, like apparently, looks really good.
0: Yeah, so I, I take a chance on Kluber. To, listen, honestly, I, I'm signing one of these guys to be my fifth starter, and if it's Klubot or James Paxton, I'll take it. Now, you say about Paxton not getting uh, – or getting maybe multi-years. To be fair, his Emily Trade Rumors thing where they uh, where they uh, dish out who they think signs and for what money was one year $10 million. Um,
1: really? I would do that in a a millisecond. Yeah. I had it – yeah, I I'll get to my – but I – if if James Paxton is really going for that type of deal, then he's I I'm adjusting my list. He is my top target to be the fit, like you know he'd be the four starter, third starter, whatever he ends up being. Right. But like in a second, like yes please, a billion times out of a billion, that is an ultimate no-brainer in the National League too. Let's go.
0: Yeah, yeah. So lefty I, starter, right. I I really really like it. So um and Archie Bradley just tweeted out the Rocky GIF, so um I might be all in on Archie. Um, whoa, whoa. Whoa. um, all right, so and my final move That's it. My, my, That's it. my 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 final move here is I'm trading uh Mauricio Oliveiro to Boston for Nick Pavetta, bringing him home. <laughs> 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 uh, I'm just kidding, everyone, relax. Um, yeah, so that, chill out. So, that so, so that no. gives my that gives my my opening day 25 man roster. Um, JT at catcher Boehm at first base because I don't think Hoskins is going to be totally ready yet um, Kingery at second uh, Andrew Alton Simmons at shortstop Gene Score at third Kutchin left Benintendi in center Harper in right starting staff of Nola, Wheeler, Eflin, Howard Paxton slash Kluber uh, bullpen of Cool, Alvarado Kunrad, Neres, Widener Brogdon, Romero Vinny V and Archie Bradley with a bench of Andrew Knapp Roman Quinn, Ronald Torres and Brett Gardner.
1: Okay. So for my team, um, I, there's a very clear theme that I'm really trying to fix the Phillies' biggest problem. We all know what that is, but I'll start with the other stuff and then we'll get to the pen as I'm completely remaking. The but, uh, I too had JT Romito returning to the Phillies. I didn't put a number to it, but if they can do five for 110, that's a steal. I I, I think it's going to depend on what this market is, obviously, how this all plays out. If they get five for 110, that's a a heroic signing by Dave Dombrowski. I'd go up to five, 130 range or whatever. But either way, I'm bringing Romito back, and I think a five-year deal feels like the right. Look, if I can get him uh, – let's put it this way. I'd rather give him four – for 110 then five for 130 type of thing if i can um but if you if you can get five for 110 or, or four for 100 or something like that i'm doing that in a second all right shortstop dd gregorius on a one-year deal and look like you said that might not be possible but when you look at the shortstop market particularly with simeon who is who is just garnering more support or more interest than gregorius um I think even if it's a two-year deal, like, I'm all right. I agree with the concept. A big theme of my offseason is one-year deals because I am so with you on this. And the way this team is is structured right now, it's kind of a year-by-year proposition. Um, but I think one or two years for Didi. If I give Didi two years, $28 million, something like that, like, I'm okay with that. I'm good with that. I think that's a fair price. Maybe a little – it may be one year for 18 or two years for – 28 like you get a bit of a discount on that if you if you give him an extra year. Right. Either way, I don't think the market is shaking out in a way that Didi's Dee is going to get a 3 or 4-year deal. So, I feel pretty good at the be- ability to get DD back for one or two years and and I prefer DD to Angelton Simmons. I love Angelton Simmons. The best defensive shortstop since Ozzy in my legitimate opinion. Um no, but, I, and I, I, I so if when when are you
0: going to tell me it's not your legitimate opinion?
1: I said a legitimate lot. Yeah, I mean? it just
0: it felt like a, it felt like in my I'm James M F and Seltzer. You better give me.
1: Crap here, you Jack. better trust to my, my season, I know, right?
0: I know, but it felt like you were qualifying that, and I wanted to. Know, I why I want to know it's why
1: qualification. All right, I'm all allowed right. to qualify here and there, Jack. Just wanted to make sure. Just wanted to the make sure. Is I, the point is, I love Didi, and I, I really, yeah. I thought he really brought something to this team, and he's a really good player. Outside of that, but just as a. I want him here. I, I enjoyed having Didi as a Philly and, look, I don't, I, I'll be, we never lied to I Hope Sisters, right? Like, we never lied. That's our thing, it's our credo, it's our oath. Like, when I, and and towards the end, once I got into it, I, I just had fun. It was, I enjoyed putting this together. But like, the first, like, hour or so of working on my perfect off season, like, I was actually more depressed than excited. Because I'm thinking about the Mets and what they're doing. I'm thinking about this and that. And I'm like, the Phillies just aren't going to do what I want them to do. And and I'm bummed that they're not going to be at the same level as the other teams. And then I got into it and I started getting exciting. And, and the point being that if this team is not going to win the World Series, and you never know. But if if the world, the, goal, the world series is not the world series is not the a real attainable goal this year, then you know what? Screw it! Like I really like watching Didi Gregorius. I watch his team every night. Like I want to watch that dude play baseball. So that's kind of where I'm coming from. From that, yes. Yeah, All right, it's fair, right? All right. Um. So I had signing Jackie Bradley Jr. for center field as my move. I had a, a three-year, forty million dollar deal. I don't know if that'd be enough to get him. It might not. It might, but. I would much rather have Ben Attendee if we're talking about if it's a one or the other type of thing. I I, I love your idea of trading for Ben Attendee when, especially if it's Moniac and a a AAA arm, I would do that. But on my offseason, I did have JBJ there. I think, and we talked about it when it was rumored, but I think just putting someone in center field and locking that position down, shutting it down from a defensive perspective, I think really could make a big difference for this team. And he's been good enough offensively, uh, streaky and has had some really bad years, but good enough where I think the bump you get from coming to the National League could maybe make him a, 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 li- a enough of a viable offense uh, option offensively that I would be willing to give him a solid deal. I worry about multiple years. He's 31. You know, you're not, not a kid. But I think he's so good defensively that I think there's value there. Um, so I would sign JBJ to a a uh, not over the top, but a, a solid. You know, like I said, three forty. I don't know if that's enough. I don't know if it's enough, but I think it. I think there's a chance it could be. It feels. Um, it feels
0: like to me. It feels like to me that Dombrowski is going to get one of these guys.
1: Exactly. He's going to get one of those guys. One of his guys, so to speak. Um, all right. So now that's all I'm doing offensively. Like I'm. I'm done with the offense. I a couple guys I like for. If you maybe can find a potential Gene Segura trade, you know, uh, once Hoskins is ready and moving bone back to third, Tommy Listella maybe a cheap deal. Oh, as a, I love a, Tommy. I do too. And he can play second and third. He can play first free and a pinch. Like he can move around the field. you can play outfield if you need it. Um, only made three and a half million last year. So like I'm looking at guys who are not super expensive. Um, so I like the idea of Tommy Listella as a all around the diamond kind of guy. I know we have Kingery, but you know. <laughs> we'll, we'll see what's back. the year. It the better year. be, it, it better be. All right. Pitching staff. Um, so I think we both agree they really need one starter. I mean, in, in reality, you could argue for more, but they really need one starter. I have two routes of going for the starter. I, I'm giving you two options here. If, if I'm signing a guy, um, I'm signing Jake Otorizi. My worry, and look, if I can get Paxton one year 10, one year 12, I would I would choose that over Odorizzi because I do think Odorizzi will get a couple year deal. Um, but I think Odorizzi is still undervalued. I know what the projections have been. I don't think he's going to get what what spot track and all those people are saying. They said three for 39. I don't think he's getting that. I think it's going to be less than that. I think it's going to be less than both years and money. And he's just a solid guy. Like, I think coming to the National League has spent his whole career in the American League. Coming to the National League, I think Jake Odorizzi a a really nice pitcher. He's a guy you can give the ball. He's only 31. Give the ball to every fifth day and say, all right, that guy's going to stay healthy. He's going to go out and he's going to give me innings. Um, I like the idea that if I can get Paxton for a similar deal, I like I said, I would do Paxton first. I actually really like that idea. I expected him to go for more money. Um, but I like the idea of Jack Odorizzi. I think he's a good pitcher. He's solid. He's an easy kind of fill-in in that rotation. If I were going to take a flyer, two names that I am if I know you, Jack Fritz, I'm going to say you're in on both of these names as a potential flyer for a starter, a, if they don't want to spend older, or or Paxton money, a guy who I'd rather have take the ball every fifth day than Vincent Velasquez, but is absolutely a question mark, absolutely unsure. But if you want to give Garrett Richards or Taiwan Walker a one-year deal, I'm, I'm very in on that. Oh on that.
0: yeah, baby. Don't now we're talking. I think
1: Richards has not stayed healthy for, for more than two months his entire career, it seems. But exactly, don't care. Like I think you can get them cheap. Like particularly Richards. I think Richards will come cheaper than Walker. Um I would give yeah. either of those guys a shot. Those guys have stuff. You put them with cotton, see what can happen. Yeah. I like the idea that if you're not gonna sign an Odorizzi or Paxton. All yeah. right, now the real crux of my offseason. My my oh and one other guy that I think I'm sorry, I lied. If you want to trade for a starter, I have three names. Lance Lynn is obviously the top market, top trade. Well, but he, he he already got definitely. traded to the White Sox. Oh duh, I'm an idiot. I don't <laughs> know why. I, I underneath I had uh, that bad job by oh, now. what are we that, doing? Horrible job here. Um, Sonny Gray was the other. Oh, name I was
0: please injured. give me.
1: Bottom connection. Yeah, two years, twenty million left on his deal. They're looking to kind of reshape their roster. They've already made some moves. Yeah, I, I'm not expecting. I'm just throwing the name in there. I would also take a flyer on trading for John Gray in Colorado if I can get a good deal on him. I think that dude has stuff, and All he's right. stuck and got in never. Would worked.
0: you would you trade Would you trade Stott Medina and yeah, The
1: They're gonna be so good. I forgot they got Lance Lynn. God, jeez. Anyway, would go you
0: ahead. would you trade Stott Medina and Haysley for Sunny Gray? Stott Medina Hazley Sunny Gray. No. Yeah, I don't want to get. I don't want to give up Stott, but that's. I
1: don't either. That's the key to it. Yeah, but that that's probably the type of deal. Two years, twenty million is very affordable. I don't think you get these guys. I'm just throwing out. If you are going to trade, and the other one, look, a guy they were in on a year and a half ago when he was awesome, and has been. Among the worst pitchers in baseball get the ball every fifth day since then, Matthew Boyd is <clears> still out there. And I still like the stuff. Uh, maybe like a package. You'll get him and Joe Jimenez, something like that. Jimenez was awful last year. It was good the year before a open arm. But just throwing some names out there. But but ultimately, if it's me, my offseason, I'm signing Odorizzi if I can get him. If I can't, I'm taking a flyer on Richards or Walker. All right. The crux of my offseason is the bullpen. It look, we said it a million times, and, and even though we know this team isn't a World Series team, most likely anything can happen, whatever. But like we're focusing on, I want, I want to make the playoffs, man. Like enough. Enough. We're we're a decade now. Like enough of this. Like, let's make the playoffs. Let's compete. Let's put out a team that compete every night. And I, the team they had last year, as disappointing as it was, was a bullpen away from being a playoff team factually like they were that close Yeah. so my whole offseason is about building the bullpen i had archie bradley i didn't have one year six million i I said archie bradley one year deal is what i've written down so one for one um and then look if it's my choice i'm i'm gonna sign brad hand i think of the guys out there he's the one i trust the most lefty arm they have a ton of lefties in the bullpen but more than anything i just i'm very disappointed they did not have a general manager when you could have gotten him for one year ten million dollar deal like done over you just could have claimed him disappointed that they were not firing on all cylinders thanks a lot john middleton for that but i'm still signing brad hand uh, he's my top target but there's a lot of guys that like uh when you look at the free agent market at every position it's it's somewhat light except a relief pitcher like there are guys out there so i'm going for brad hand i was going for archie bradley i got him And then I'm going for one other of these guys. I'm either going for Joachim Soria. Kirby Yates scares me a little bit in terms of how much I think he could get. I know he was horrible last year, but the year before was the best closer in baseball.
0: Well, now now MLB Trade Rumors had him at one year, five million.
1: Uh, Done. all right, give me Kirby Yates. done. so there you go. Give me Brad Hand, give me Archie Bradley, give me Kirby Yates, and my Boltman's a different thing. You know, it's a different thing. Other names that are out there, I did Tyler Clippard, he's 36, but a great year last year it was really good. Shane yeah. Green's a name I would be interested in. I hate um, Tyler Clippard. It's fine, but he gets out. No, I'm not no, it's not that it's not, it's not like he's not about, good, but... I'm just talking about guys who, who are in their price range who can come in and make a difference immediately. Like, for this specific team... I would take a guy like Clipper. But ultimately, as I said, give me Hand, give me Yates, give me Bradley. And then there are some flyer guys. Like Ken Giles is going to be super cheap, man. Like that guy's not going to cost anything right now. I'd take a flyer on Ken Giles. I know he sucked this year, but I'd take a flyer on Ken Giles. My point is I'm getting Bradley was one of them. It's already happened. But I'm getting two more guys in that bullpen who I can freaking trust on, man. A Brad Hand, a Soria, a Yates, whatever it is. I'm getting two more guys in that pen where I have Bradley and two other guys. That I feel super confident in, in addition to Hector Neris, in addition to JoJo Romero, whatever, and then maybe a flyer on a Giles, a flyer on on whatever. But my main my main goal this offseason, season, after signing JT and, and getting my lineup set, is I'm rebuilding this bullpen and I'm getting guys who have pitched big innings in Major League Baseball. And guy, I know the reliever market is volatile, but you know what? Joachim sorry, has been doing it for a damn long time yeah every freaking year that guy's awesome you know like get some guys you can count on and i know injuries happen robertson is that type of guy like the robertson idea was the right idea he just got hurt you can't i like, can't let that dissuade you from doing the right thing again go get some guys who can pitch in the bullpen that's my awesome. i mean i like it i'm a little disappointed that
0: you did not trade for taylor Widener. um but <laughs> outside outside of that I, I liked it a lot um i don't know how it's, how it all works with you know, there's a lot, it's a lot of names um, and it's a lot of money, but um, you know, they have it. I think they have, They if they, they have like $44 million to stay under the tax um, after the Archie Bradley signing. So,
1: so, so there you go. So 44 million. So that's, so you give
0: 25
1: cent- to JT. Oh yeah, so twenty five to JT. Then if I'm giving fourteen to Didi, I'm pretty much screwed already. You know what, John? Just go over the tax. Can no, we stop? yeah, very reasonable stuff. We're not talking about signing George Springer or whatever, and we still can't stay under. Uh
0: yeah, yeah. So they have, yeah. So right now they're at one hundred and fifty six million dollars. That's before signing um, JT. So they forty, they'd have forty eight million dollars to spend if they want to stay under the tax. Or not they want to stay at uh two hundred uh, under the payroll of last year, which is two hundred and four million. So yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I'm excited. I, at least at least the Archie signing shows that they're willing to spend some money to get better next year. So Yeah,
1: that, and it that shows that, gives me that some hope. they're they're actually gonna sign guys for the bullpen. Well, oh, and they've is, been
0: they've been linked to some names. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. They've been in Tendy, you know, Dee D. They've been having talks with Dee Dee and JT, this thing's starting to heat up a little bit over here, James.
1: <laughs>
0: I'm ready, man.
1: Yes. I'm ready. For, I miss baseball. Oh, I miss, dude,
0: I I just I miss it so, miss much, it right so much. I just need I miss
1: it, it so much. It, it's the thing I want most, and I'm watching stupid NBA games, stupid NHL games. I don't care. Like, just give me baseball.
0: Yes. Yeah. I I just I just can't wait. I can't. I just I need. I, if I can. I mean, February seventeenth is our first workout, so I mean it's only a month and a half away, or month and so three days getting away. Getting there, You're getting there, buddy. You're <sighs> getting there, almost there. All
1: right. Um, <laughs> so I want to, be, I just want to be good so bad, Jack. Like I'm so tired of this. We're getting closer.
0: We're getting closer. All
1: right. What's in the take bag? Final thought bag? Whatever you got. Like. So
0: I have two that I'm adding to it right off the jump. The other aspect of the Archie signing that I'm excited for, and I know this is very cynical, but I'm excited for the possibility if they are out of it to be able to trade him for an asset at the deadline. I mean, a one year, a one year six million dollar deal should be. A, you should be able to trade that deadline for something, especially if he's good. Oh,
1: absolutely! Yeah, no question, you could.
0: So you see, you see what closers go for. So, um, and also, is he your closer, or is Nares your closer?
1: Uh, As of right now, I would make Archie my closer. But again, I'm hoping to sign Brad Hand or someone I I feel even more sure is my closer or Kirby Yates. But look, just they brought in a guy who's closed games in Major League Baseball. He was 18 and 19. I think if I'm not mistaken, when he's the Diamondbacks closer. He got the job done. So I'd be very happy with that.
0: All right. Um, buh, 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 buh. baseball America mock draft this week. Let's get excited. Like everyone's talking about the sixth pick, you oh, know, it was Devante Smith going to fall. Who cares? The Phillies pick 13th. The <laughs> Phillies pick 13th. I don't know why people's priorities are completely out of line. So
1: just, just to show you, speaking of priorities and, and where they pick, right. my very first, when I first sat down and did the perfect offseason. Again, back to the initial statement I said where I was like super bummed and I was like, oh, and that's got Lindor. And that's when we started talking about it, you know, doing stuff Um, that I almost sat down and said, Jack, my perfect offseason is being so bad that whoever you want for the number one pick in 2022 is the guy we get. Like, that was almost what I said. I was almost like bottom out. Tell me who I should be looking for in the 2022 draft. Luckily. We're past
0: Yeah, honestly, like you bring up the Lindor trade and I get it. I'm I don't know. I just have such tunnel vision that I only care about the Phillies that, that I don't even like focus on what the other teams are doing. Like I just want I'm trying to figure out ways to make my baseball team better. Um yeah, I love it. So the baseball America mock draft had the Phillies taking Andrew Painter at thirteen. It seems like he's been linked to them a lot. Um maybe that's kind of the word around the industry. Another high school, uh, high upside kind of arm like Mick Abel. I think McAbel's better, but those guys are about the same caliber, so that would be exciting. I'd be I'd be in on Andrew Painter. Um, so I have this thought. Like, I, did you watch when you watched the Saints game over the weekend versus the Bears? Did you watch it on Nickelodeon or did you watch it on CBS? So I watched some of it on Nickelodeon. Like baseball needs to figure out how to get yep, some baseball games on Nickelodeon.
1: Thought. Please, but, dude, d- be fun. Like and especially,
0: you know, and they're explaining the game and they're doing like this guy's favorite cartoon and and whatnot. It's just such an easy way to explain to the next generation, and ultimately, the only way baseball survives and it's going to survive because it's the best sport ever. But is is if it gets passed down generation to generation? And it's just like there were so many parents that were talking about how their kids loved watching the game on Nickelodeon. And it ultimately, it it can attract eyeballs to the sport that it needs to attract eyeballs to. So I hope the be execs for paying attention to um, the conversation around the game on Nickelodeon.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm so with you, man. It's a great point. It's exactly the kind of thing baseball needs. You're you're so right. Like whatever baseball can do to find ways to appeal to younger viewers is what it must do.
0: Yeah, it's 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 the most important thing that this baseball team can do. Does this quote sound like a future commissioner of baseball? We need to find a way to get more action in the game, get the ball and play more often, allow players to show their athleticism some more, and give the fans more of what they want. Does that sound like a general manager to you, James?
1: Uh, You talking about commissioner? Uh, Commissioner, yes. Is it Theo?
0: It is Theo who is hired. Yeah,
1: buddy. He's
0: so going to be the next uh, commissioner Uh, of baseball.
1: Lock it in. Lock it in.
0: Loves the sport.
1: He's perfect. He's a perfect guy for it. He really is. Perfect guy for it. But respected on both sides of the aisle. Like uh, smart, young enough where he can, you know, kind of have some longevity in the role. It is, it is the all-time no-brainer. Especially when we consider that Rob Manfred is the worst commissioner in the history of the sport. Like, get that guy out of here. I. I cannot I don't I generally am not a guy who cares too much about commissioners in sports. Rob Manfred is a disaster. Like this guy has to go yesterday. I'm so out on Rob Manfred. So Theo is like a dream. I'll take most people over Rob Manfred.
0: Yeah, but Theo is obviously the uh would be the will be a great choice, and I think he's aiming towards it. And I'm looking forward to Theo uh overseeing baseball. Two other general baseball things uh before the other one. But Again, baseball's talking about a freaking neutral site World Series, and I just couldn't hate it more. I hate hate the idea of a... You're not creating the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl is a Super Bowl. I want to see if players can handle the pressure of the World Series in an opposing ballpark. That is all I want. That's my favorite part of baseball is seeing if guys can crumble under the pressure, and the idea of a neutral site World Series is just disgusting. And I need them to stop with this idea because I just cannot hate it more. I just hate it.
1: I agree with you. And I thought this this year in particular was like, it's supposed to be a bubble for the World Series and then you let fans in. So it was like, well, that was stupid. Like, you may as well just play it wherever. Like, yeah, I'm very with you. Not a fan. It's just, it's
0: not, it's not the sport that we grew up watching. I mean, legendary World Series moments happen in, in, in ballparks all over the country. And it's just something that is special to baseball. And I just to, to try to maximize profits again and like have opposing fan bases fly to to one area is just it's just awful. I, I, I hate it. I hate it. I hate the idea of a neutral site World Series. But either way. The other thing that baseball is talking about doing is having a universal DH for all 30 teams, but when the starting pitcher is removed, teams lose the DH for the rest of the game. And James, as a long anti-DH guy, I love this rule.
1: Yes, we did it. We found the thing that works. And as a longtime DH guy, the opposite side of you, I love this too. All I ever wanted... To be fair, and I preferred the DH, but ultimately, I just wanted both leagues to be the same. Like that was my biggest thing. I thought it was ridiculous that a sport could have two leagues where you are different rules. But I think this is absolutely the best outcome. Like, I think it's it, it, it solves all the problems, right? It, it, it fixes my problem, not wanting to watch pitchers bat and the stupidity, all that and stuff like that. And it fixes your problem of wanting the the strategy and the fun, you know, aspect that that brings to the game. Like it really solves all the problems.
0: And uh, another underrated aspect of it is that it, it it could help let starters go deep and in, deeper into ball games, you know um oh for sure like if, if if it becomes such a disadvantage whatever take guys out like maybe you train your starters to go deeper into games and we have yeah. more starter really showdowns
1: it could, it's the kind of thing that could change baseball in well that and way. that's like, why
0: where... that's why i didn't i didn't like the outrage of a three batter minimum rule because I, I i wanted to create and develop more relievers that can do both rather than just specialists so yeah, i'm with you so i, think, I loved it. i think so. that would be an aspect and and Again, late-inning strategy of figuring out what to do, it, it's fun to me. It's fun to me when I'm filling out a, a card and all that stuff. So it was part of me that was taken away last year. Um, I thought it was it was a nice addition in, in extra innings for what they did with the extra innings rule. It added an element of strategy to the game, and ultimately it needs more strategy. It needs, it needs to be more thinking. The NL was always the thinking man's league. The morons in the AL, could, anyone could manage in the American League. <laughs> So yeah, I uh, I like this role. I like having starters hopefully go deeper into ball games and it could I, th- I think it would help speed up the game too. So um all in on this idea and I hope baseball does it.
1: I love it. I do too. I'm I'm very, very, very in on it.
0: You got anything else? Uh I do not. Happy Archie Bradley Day. If yes! feel- feels- good
1: things happen on Thursday.
0: Yes, good things happen on Thursday. Uh and I, I already can't wait to see what their next move is.
1: Me too, man. I'm excited. It, it feels like things are finally starting to happen. And, I mean, they should be. It's January. So you know? <laughs> We're getting there. It's Training's around the corner. But uh, I'm with you. I'm with you. You got any
0: final thoughts, Fritzie? I do not. I do not have any final thoughts. Baseball's getting closer. I missed this podcast. And uh, we won't do it again. Not that yeah, we won't do the podcast not, no, again.
1: No, we'll be back next week is what he's trying to say. We, don't, we, right? won't, we, won't, take,
0: we won't take a three-week hiatus.
1: Yeah yeah we earned it you know there's a lot going on it's in a it's in a crazy crazy couple of weeks things that i never thought in my life would ever happen have happened in the last weeks. so i'm gonna give us a pass jack yeah give us a pass yeah <laughs> all right we will be back absolutely sooner than three weeks until then he's hurt themselves to a populator